Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Hello, everyone. It is Monday again, and you know I was just um, I, I, I was just commenting off the air uh, about how how you know quick this week went. I mean, it, it really seems like. We were just on the line with you guys, just talking to our guests and all that stuff. Um, just, just yesterday, it feels like. I mean, this week really, really, really flew by, and um, you know, I, I'm happy about it. I love being, you know, being on the air with you guys and talking about something other than, you know, how COVID is going to affect all the sports and you know, my income mostly for for the fall. So, um, but yeah, I mean, how how did you guys do this week? I mean, we got a big show this week. I know Icon's got. Some breaking news for us about one of our guests, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. How, how'd you guys do this weekend, Icon? I know you're in the middle of a big move. Uh, well, you know, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm sick of moving. Uh, I'm sick of lifting shit. Sorry, uh, forgot we're on here. Uh, sick of now you're good. I can I can boxes. be, but I got a delay. Good old uh, sick, seven sick, second delay. Sick of opening boxes. Sick of packing boxes. Sick of unpacking boxes. Uh, uh, I, you know, uh, I haven't had to really deal with a whining dog because, uh, he's been tuckered out on uh, our new sofa lately. And, uh, so, so I haven't had to deal with a whining dog, but I've had to deal with everything else, you know? Uh, and, uh, that is the, uh, heck my, what the heck my life is going on really. So, uh, so anyway, Granny, what about you? Uh, I've been okay. I mean, same old, same old. Just another day. I mean, trying to get ready for our state convention next month, and they say we're still gonna have it. So, 
we'll see no wrestling shows yet um you know i'm supposed to maybe go to one for wrestling for a cause july 25th and hopefully it won't get canceled but um no local wrestling shows for me yet i mean we've had to postpone um our Arkansas Championship Wrestling, where we were supposed to have Eugene and James Ellsworth at a couple of different times, so we're we've got it hopefully tentatively scheduled for August first. So we'll see. Well, you know what's interesting about James, <clears throat> both James Ellsworth and Eugene have uh, both been guests on our show. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, you can go up to him and say, you know, hey, uh, you know, you're on my uh, podcast, Attitude Era Live, and then he could say, no, no, I'm not the one that had the ego. That was the other guy. And the, no, no, not Big Swing, the other guy. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the icon guy. Yeah, that's the way the conversation would go, I have a feeling. By the way, I was watching some uh, some older WCW uh, stuff, and, um, you know, Roddy Roddy Piper stole your shirt. Yeah. I, you know, the icon I, uh, shirt you used to wear? Yeah. Um, you know, the interesting I think thing you should, is... I think you um, should get royalties for that. Yeah, well, you know, the thing the thing about it is, um, you know, I, I am uh, an icon because of stuff I've done and stuff I've accomplished and uh, this and that. And uh, um, it's... Um, it, it is what it is. But, you know, I, I, I'm proud that... Uh, uh, people re- give me the respect of that name, but uh, you know, Roddy Piper was one of the original icons of wrestling. So, icon, so who do we got coming on the show tonight? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we have um. We have uh, we have a couple guests tonight, and uh, we may have uh, we may have a backup uh, with us tonight. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, right now, confirmed, we have Heinrich uh, Adamson, and we have uh, uh, and I know that Granny uh, sometimes uh, has issues with these guests, but we have adult star uh, Billy Beaver with us tonight, and uh, we may have a substitute tag team in. Um, uh, tonight, uh, if he's available, um, he, he's scheduled at a later date, but he's trying to get on earlier and, uh, he may be able to tag in and help us out. So, uh, we'll see, uh, if that happens. So I'm not going to announce it yet, uh, until he, uh, calls in to make sure. So, uh, those are the two confirmed guests and, uh, we, uh, will see what happens, you know? But uh, just so everybody knows, uh, as um, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, yes, we are an adult. Uh, adult. We we are a wrestling show, and uh, you know the WWE has uh, you know celebrities on with us, and we have celebrities too. So we kind of mix it in like they do. But uh, not to brag or anything, but it might sound like am. But, you know, I think we've had more celebrities on our show than uh, all the WrestleManias combined. What do you think? Well, I don't know about combined. I mean, we, 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 we've had quite a few, yes. 
And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, and I love all the people that we've had. Uh, while we're waiting for our guest, uh, I'll let you know what uh, the area code is um, shortly. And uh, I'll let you know. All righty. Well, uh, I'm looking at the switchboard right now, and we do have an 843 on. Is that who we're looking for? Uh, I'll let you know here in a second. Um, that that could be it, uh, but I just need uh, their confirmation, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, and our second guest, uh, well, uh, we'll be calling from the uh, the internet number. So oh, the one 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 or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. I like to get a phone number like that. But then everybody would want to call me because they're like, "Hey, the icon's number one, and he's got that many numbers in his, uh, his, uh, his telephone number." So you know, my my ideal though, my ideal phone number, as long as we're as long as we're kind of shooting the breeze here, and then we'll go to Granny here before our guest calls in. Uh, my ideal. Well, we do have an eight four three on. Is that is that um, uh, is that it? Well, no, I'm waiting for them to confirm if it is. Um, oh, oh, oh. Well, why, why don't we just put them on, and, and then we'll say hi and say, hey, who's this? And then if it's who we're looking for, you can do your introduction. Okay, that's fine. Let's do it. Instead of just leaving them on hold, you know? So, okay. hold on. Um, caller, what's up? Who's this? Hi, this is Henrik Adamson. Uh, we're going to put you on the switchboard. I'm going to go ahead and, and introduce you real quick, and then we'll go to you, okay? Sounds uh, good. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step in the ring right now, this man is what independent wrestling is all about, and he's going to tell us all about Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Heinrich Adamson. Okay, all right, real quick. It's Henrik Adamson for all your listeners. All the listeners, Henrik. Hen- Henrik Adamson. Sorry about that. I'm, okay, uh, I'm, if, I'm sorry. I just had to correct you real quick. I'm sorry. Well, you know, the right. thing is, it, it's, it's, kind of, it, it's kind of one of my flaws about, uh, I'm from North Dakota, so I have to sound like well, you can't sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it, does, sometimes it doesn't come out right. Okay, but most of the time. Cool now. Um, okay, all right. so let me. So we want to talk about uh, Planet Wrestling? Yeah, we're going to talk about your career, but uh, first thing we're going to do is uh, if uh, you want to go ahead and do that little liner script I sent okay. you, and then... Uh, then hold we'll up, talk- hold up. Watch, listen. Um, hey, this is Henrik. You're listening to Attitude Era live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holster. Awesome. But the- so, so uh, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call you Mr. Adamson because uh, I like to give our guests respect if they deserve it. You do. What we're gonna have you do is have you give us a little background about your career, and then we're gonna ask okay. you some questions, and then we'll go yeah. we'll kind of do a roundtable, then we'll come back to yeah. you and I'll ask you the tough questions. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead, tell us a little about yourself. All right. So, when I turned 25, right, I looked at my life, Carolina, and I was like, well, I want to do pro wrestling, so I got to do it now. 
So I signed up to do a camp at the Monster Factory in Paulsboro. And they had uh, legends like Les Thatcher there. They had, uh, I, I've done camps with Brutal Bob Evans. I've done camps with, um, you know what I mean, Dr. Tom Pritchard. I mean, these guys know what they're talking about. So I really enjoyed these camps. I got better. I was at the Monster Factory for about a year or so. But then I went to try something else. So I went to CCW, and I trained there with DJ Hyde, Jimmy Rave. Um, sometimes there'd be other guest people coming in. We, we trained with Super Crazy one time. You know, it, they, they brought some people, and we it was great. And I was with them for about you know, nine or so months, but then after I moved back to the Monster Factory. Is that for another CZW? So it's been like a weird relationship, uh, but now I've just chosen the one wrestling, uh, which is CZW, which is, um, you know, at this point I've been training wrestling and, you know, having matches. I've wrestled in New York. I've wrestled in Pennsylvania. I'm mostly Jersey mostly for CZW, but I've wrestled other uh, little places and been on some shows. Um, but I've been training now, you know, at various locations for about four years, going, like, on five. And it's, you know, the COVID thing kind of slows down things, and sometimes life happens and you have to take pauses. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't say an entire four or five years. There's, you know, you, there's a few months that you can chip away at certain years. Certain things happen. But I've been training there. I've been, you know, having matches. Look, I've been uh, two types of character. I've been a cult leader, and I've been a foreign bad guy. You know what I mean? And now I'm at a point where I want to try something different. You know, and the thing is, people know who I am in this area. In, you know, South Jersey, if I go to a wrestling event somewhere, I'll definitely recognize someone, you know, but the thing is, is at this point, it's like you need to step to the next level. So I'm just doing, I'm just keep on grinding, keeping on doing, you know what I mean? I, honestly, I haven't been doing uh, wrestling for a few months because of the COVID, but now it's like the first day back and it's, it feels nice. It feels nice. It was great. I sweated a lot, you know what I mean? But I got to do stuff, you know what I mean? I got to see people. It was great. So... That's kind of a brief kind of, like, story about, you know, what I'm doing in the independent wrestling scene. Uh, well, we have uh, Mr. Adamson as our guest here. We have about 30 minutes here with him. And uh, the interesting thing is everything you just talked about in your little introduction, you kind of stole uh, about uh, 20 of my questions. But we'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with some harder ones uh, as we go on go here. Go for it. Uh, so now in your you said you was uh, CZ, uh, CZW. That's hard to say with no front teeth. But, uh, now how long have you been with them? Did you say? Um, on and off for about two and a half years. And with uh, with uh, your time with them, have you had a chance to go after any titles, or have you uh, done uh, any kind of? Uh, interesting, crazy matches, any gimmick matches, or are you just a straight-up shooter? Okay, well, for example, we had a Halloween show at one time, 
So for the Halloween show, I don't know how much you follow independent wrestling. But there's a wrestler named Kid Osborne, and we had like a Halloween theme match where there, you could use Halloween related things as weapons, and it was fun, and it was, and we did, and it felt felt really good, and you know what I mean? I really enjoyed that match, and it was something totally different. Um, it's funny, Halloween is usually when that stuff happens. Because I'll give you another example. Um, Halloween, I dressed up as this other wrestler, you know, like the female wrestler, Echo Endless. And, like, I pretended to be her for Halloween because she's got, like, a spooky gimmick, and it was, like, Halloween theme. And I wrestled this guy who dressed up as some other wrestler, and it was just a fun time. But when you ask about titles, um, look, and I don't know if it's one of your questions or harder questions, but I wanted to get into pro wrestling to tell stories. I don't care about the titles. I care about telling a story. I want you to care about what we're doing. You know what I mean? I really want to engage you. And I want you to come in for the ride. And I want every week to matter to the story that we're telling you. You know what I mean? So I really enjoy that part. I enjoy rivalries. I enjoy, you know what I mean, like, uh, storylines. It's just so fun. Like, it's, it's, my, it's my, that's really my passion. So, yeah. Now, you know, I kind of I kinda like your, your answer on that. You know, you, you're like, you seem like one of those wrestlers that can uh, show how good he is without needing a title. And I, and I right. like that. And uh, for those of you who don't know what that means, look at Roddy Roddy Piper. He only held one title in his career, the Intercontinental title. He didn't need a yeah. belt to show how good he was. And you're, you're like that. You don't need a title. You don't care about a title. You're, you're just going to go out there and uh, do what you need to do. Now, with your wrestling style, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. We'll, we'll kind of go, go ahead. And do the round table. Uh, so with your style, would you consider yourself to be a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio, a technical wrestler like, uh, like Bret Hart, or would you say you're that ass-kicking guy like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, because I have my back. Uh, so can I do something? Hey, DJ, yeah. this guy asked me a question. What kind of a wrestler? What's my style? Because you know, you see me in the ring. You wrestled me. We've had matches. He's an arrogant prick. That's his style. Wait, 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 wait. Who, who's there with us? Oh, this is DJ Hyde. He's, he's, he's my uh, uncle. <laughs> Don't touch me like that. Oh, oh, no, wow. No, okay, no, wait, yeah. now. You said he – now, uh, I'm sorry if I misunderstood – now he's your he's your manager, your opponent, or your tag team partner, or none of the above. None of the above. Uh, <laughs> wow, dude. Okay, you know what? We were opponents a few times. <laughs> so here's right. my question. And guess now. what? Here, wait, guess wait, what? wait, 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 wait. Wait, here's my question. Here's my question. And then I'll let you then I'll let you uh, answer that. Then we'll go to Granny. Yeah. Here's my question. How What's come? That uh, when I when I when I want to book you as a guest on our show by yourself, you always turn me down. Why is that? Oh, um, well, I mean, I'm busy. I do stuff. Busy life. Uh, okay. I don't have a busy life, Gabby. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just look. The thing is that look, <clears> it's hard. Sometimes you don't want to talk about anything because you don't feel like there's really right now the time to talk. But you're like. You know, I got I got to work every day. I got a girlfriend. I got, 
you know, responsibilities outside of wrestling. So, you know, and then you just wrestling on top. So, like, you, you got to think, like, all right, you know, I got no time. So, the the next question is, where's your grin? Now, uh, you know, I, I asked about your wrestling style. Now, uh, and I like what uh, I like what your buddy there had to chime in and say. Now, uh, I want I want you to pass my information to him because I wanted to get him as a guest on the show because I got questions for him. I've heard of him, and I I like to get him as a guest on the show. We'll talk about that in a while. Now, so you know, you mentioned your you know your different uh, your different types. Now, uh, are you more of a baby face, a heel? An in between are you what the crowd decide you're going to be kind of guy? Okay, well, let me tell you. Um, for me, personally, I I am whatever you need for that story. And here's the thing. I'll give you an example, right? So, um, if I needed to wrestle this guy, right? And this guy is the biggest bad guy in the world, right? I could be myself. I could choose to be myself. Oh, all day. I could be the biggest bad guy in the world, and there'd be two bad guys facing each other. But you gotta understand. Sometimes you want to be the good guy so that it meshes better. Because if the other guy can't be a good guy, because all his clothes and his big presentation is this big bad guy thing, then you're kind of like, oh, now we gotta fight for it. What you gotta be the good guy? Like it's I'm malleable. I'm I'm flexible in that way. Because here's the thing, I can go out there. I don't care. If you think you hate me or you think you love me, I will make you whatever I want you to do. You know what I mean? I'll go out there and people, they'll be like, oh, that's the guy that does high fives. That's the guy that loves us. And then turn it on them so fast. Be the biggest, baddest prick in the world. But in the same time, some people can like have a, oh, I hate this guy attitude. And then I go out there and I'm high-fiving and I'm being nice and I care about you, and I go out there, and I get you involved, oh, you're going to love me. You see what I'm saying? You, it's not, to me personally, it's not a big deal to be what any, any of that stuff. You just fit the story. And, like, I want to tell certain stories. So those stories require me to be a certain type of person. If I want to tell the story of how I was betrayed, and I was angry, and I wanted to get revenge, well, maybe I'd be a bad guy because revenge is not good. But maybe I get beat up, and I, and I want to redeem myself, and I'm on this quest to be better than I was, you know? And I'll maybe be a good guy. It all has to fit the story. And as far as my wrestling, like, what moves do I use and what kind of, like, fighting style do I have? Okay, listen, I like to cheat, and I like to put you in submission holds, okay? I also have moves, but primarily I like to cheat, and I like to, again, do kind of traditional wrestling because I do have amateur wrestling background. Like in high school, it's not the biggest, but at least I know something about it and I know how to do it. You know what I mean? It's a comfortable style for me. And it's a style that I can play with if I want to tell a story in the ring. Um, so to answer this question, I'm sorry, I kind of go on these like long rants. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to uh, – Granny, sounds like we could have a, a heel on our hands here. So, uh, Granny, I'll tell you, he doesn't like to answer uh, answer questions directly, but you see what you can do with him. We got Mr. Well, uh, you Adam know what? Here, and we got 22 minutes. He, Go ahead. He sounds, like, he sounds like he'd be a lot of fun to play with at a wrestling show because 
I'm I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan. But I do not like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels. So if you were being a heel that night, I think I would have a lot of fun talking some smack to you. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think I'd have a lot. Of, I think I'd have a lot of fun messing with you. So I I guess one of my questions is. Over your career um, of wrestling, what has been your most challenging match you've ever had to do? Challenging could mean a lot of different things. Challenging could be Mm -hmm. the most hard-hitting, physically challenging. It could be the most challenging in that the person I was working with was not on the same page at all, (laughs) and we were just not – it was not flowing. Or challenging could mean – the physical labor it took it out of my body like gosh it was so exhausting that type of challenge so there's a lot of diff- you know whatever you want but mm-hmm. I think for mm-hmm. myself the cha- most challenging match was when I wrestled okay here's the thing I feel bad like I don't really want to like talk down to people but like that's why this, it's also challenging because it's like at the same time I have to be open about it and tell you the whole story even if it doesn't make another person sound good but I, I got to keep it 100, you know what I mean? I got to keep it real. And but there was this guy, Nick Camarado, and we were in training, and it was a training match. It was like we were just – it wasn't even like a real match. It was just a training match, right? But it was mm-hmm. like the parameters were the same. So it wasn't like they, we didn't take it as seriously. It's just we was, weren't in front of a crowd. But we were wrestling. He wanted to replicate a match we had before. He wanted to do everything verbatim, the same exact thing we did before. And I just, it's like, it's like, oh, like, why? Like, it's just not, you know what I mean? And things weren't going the same way or as good as before. And he mm-hmm. took liberties. He got mad. He started throwing me around. And the thing is, look, I'm not weak. You know what I mean? I'm, I can, I'm pretty strong for my size, but I'm like 180, 185. Like, it's not, I'm not the biggest guy right now. This dude is 285 solid, like six four huge beast like like he could destroy you if he really wanted to and it doesn't matter you can't do anything about it and when you're in that situation when that person like doesn't care and is getting mad at you because you're not doing everything the way he wants it it's like oh like it's so frustrating and it's so like you just feel like oh god i just hope i live you know what i mean and that's like Mm -hmm. because if i can have a bad match with you that's fine i don't care you know, if things don't click perfectly, whatever, we'll miss a few moves, whatever. Or if a match is like, I'm exhausted, whatever. I'm just tired. I'm not dead. But if you're getting like actually beat the fuck up, and it's, I'm excuse my language, but like, it's not. Uh, it's really bad. So that would be my answer. Okay, that's awesome. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, we have a uh, uh, Heinrich Adamson is our guest here, and uh, Henrik. We have- Henrik. Henrik, 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 Henrik Adamson. <laughs> uh, a Norwegian, like I say, you got to forgive me. Uh, Henrik Adamson is our guest here. Uh, we got about 18 minutes. Big swing, what do you have for our guest? Go ahead, talk to him. What do you got? Oh, so he got my name correct. Nice. Um, all right. So, <laughs> so, 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 Henrik, um, you, you, you went over uh, a little bit about you know, who you are now and what you do in the business and, and, and you know, how everyone knows you and, and the companies you've worked for and things like that. Um, kind of take us 
back a couple of steps here. How did you get right. into wrestling? Did you have anybody that you maybe looked up to as a kid that you watched? That, oh, wow, wow, I want to do that. I want to be like him. Because, I mean, everybody watches it as a kid, but very, very few people get into it. So sort of take us through your journey and your path as to how you got into the world of wrestling. Good question. Okay. So when I was a kid, I think I was around 10 or 12 or something. Like in between. Like, I wasn't, like, quite a kid kid, but I was, like, and I was flipping through the channels. And, look, we were kind of poor, so we really had limited channels. But luckily, UPN, which is, like, a free channel, had SmackDown, right? Thursday Night SmackDown. And you were, like, hey. And, like, I don't know why, but, like, it was, like, my, again, I always go back to, like, the first memory. I was, I, I watched the TV, and I saw Kurt Angle. Angle slammed the big show through the table, and I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? And then I started watching it, and then The Undertaker came out, and I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to watch now. And I would have put out, here's the thing, though. I would only watch SmackDown, but I knew Raw existed. It's just we couldn't afford, like, <laughs> to have Raw. So I was like, ooh, I kind of like Raw, too. And, like, you know what I mean? So I would have, like, superstars from, you know, Raw and SmackDown, but it was really WWE. You know what I mean? WWE, Raw and SmackDown, like, that's just, you know, that's my era, I guess. You know, I, I wasn't, I'm not that old where I'm like, oh, you know, Hulk Hogan. Like, uh-uh. You know what I mean? So I liked Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was my guy. I wanted to be like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was the best. Then, here's the thing, though. Ooh, it wasn't just Kurt Angle, because Kurt Angle wasn't alone. It was Chris Jericho. It was Chris Benoit. It was Eddie Guerrero. Like, it was the SmackDown crew. And, like, okay, Jericho wasn't quite that SmackDown crew. But, you know what I mean, he was cool, too. Like, I liked his thing. And I also liked other guys. Like, I liked Goldberg. You know what I mean? Goldberg was super cool. I I hated Triple H, but now I love Triple H. Like, it's crazy. Like, you just, you know what I mean? And, like, that style of, like, and, and like, Brock Lesnar, again, like, you got to just name all these guys. Because they were, like, that SmackDown crew, and they were super awesome. Even Big Show had awesome moments. <laughs> well, guys, you know, like, all the guys you've mentioned – uh, except for maybe Big Show and, and Lesnar, uh, you know, the, the all the guys, the, the SmackDown team there, Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho especially, uh, have all been not just very good wrestlers in the ring and, and multiple different styles, but they've been personalities on the microphone as well. Very, very out right. there personalities. And uh, I can sort of see that a little bit with you when you get into the ring, um, having that kind of outgoing Chris Jericho type ego personality uh as your character and and, and with a little bit of a little bit of kurt angle you know it's true mixed in there as well so i can, I can definitely i can definitely see that um now when you when you started doing this wrestling was it you know from, from watching it when you were growing up to getting into it finally uh was it everything you thought it was going to be or or when you first got there you were like damn this actually kind of sucks but but you stuck with it or did you love it from the minute from the minute you got in okay so when i first got into wrestling right i was in love i was like this is a ring what and these are wrestlers what and they're doing moves what like ah, i was so in love i was like so hype i was almost a little too hyper people were kind of like henry calm down like it's just wrestling it's not like it's not like calm down, but you know what I mean. And they would make me do squats and stuff, and I would be smiling the whole time. I didn't care what we were doing. I honestly didn't. It could be the most worst workout, whatever. I loved it all because I was like, "This is all I want to do." Like, and I'm finally like making the steps to make it real. Like, it's not like I'm just talking about it. I'm physically in a thing that they're doing wrestling stuff, you know. 
But again, like with all things, I just, you know what I mean? You just, the more you know about stuff, it's kind of like, I don't know. You know, you kind of get just a little jaded only because like some things you're just like, well, that's just what it is. Like, all right, I guess I got to accept it. Like personally, I don't feel as like, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Confident, I guess, if I don't have the gym. You know, and the gyms are closed because COVID is a thing. Yeah. And I and I've lost all my gains. And I even I went to training and I was like, okay, tell me how much weight I've lost. And they're like, yeah, you do look like you lost weight. And I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? Like it sucks. And it's like it sucks. But I, you know what I mean? It's one of those things about wrestling is you've got to look like an athlete. You've got to look like a thing. You can't be like this blob, you know? So that's you know what I mean? That's like it sucks. But it's not that I hate wrestling or I'm like, oh, I don't like wrestling anymore. It's just certain things I'm just like oh this is like an annoyance so I still still have this thing and I've always loved wrestling I don't even care what we're doing like it I don't do like to me it's not about money or fame or glory it's about satisfying my creative um, needs like I have creative needs you know what I mean like I want to do stuff go online I can look up things I did like matches or promos and I'm satisfied with that and like that's something I could be proud of show people it's part of my life and to me all that glory, money, and all that stuff, it comes with it with time, with stuff. But that shouldn't be why you do it. So, like, if, again, if you don't love wrestling and you don't have that itch to just creatively express yourself, it's not really – you're not really doing it because you got to really immerse yourself. So, as far as, like, mm-hmm. did I think it was exactly what I thought it would be? No, because not everything is what you think it's going to be. But do I love it and I enjoy it? Yes. So, that answers your question. Nice. And um, the last one, uh, really, for I got, see, Icon lives up in North Dakota. Uh, Granny is down in, in, um, in Arkansas, and, and I'm actually up in New York. It's where we're headquartered out of. Um, and I haven't, I haven't been to a wrestling show in the South Jersey area. I haven't really gotten to see kind of what the crowd and what the scene is like. Uh, how is the uh, the atmosphere uh, and sort of the, the acceptance of, of wrestling down there? You guys get, you guys get good crowds? Well, the thing is, is that there are crowds of wrestling fans. Pre-COVID, of course. <laughs> yeah. Right. But the thing is, like, with the COVID going on, feels like if you have fans, it takes away from the show. Because it's like, you'll, maybe you'll have one or two fans, and they're not, every, not everyone's really in it because everyone's scared. So the turnout won't be as good. And then if they're, like, normal, regular people, so they don't know wrestling. Like, what are they going to know? They watch a match, what are they going to start clapping? They're not even, like, Desensitized or trained to how wrestling world works. I'm sure you're watching something, you're clapping along and hooting, hollering, and doing your thing. But think about a regular dude that knows nothing about wrestling, just showed up for the event. Like they're not gonna know wrestling, so it takes some time for a wrestling fan to really like get engrossed in it. Because you do have to like enjoy the product a lot, you know what I mean? Because it's like the thing you do. So mm-hmm. as far as like right now, I would prefer if it was just wrestlers and that wrestling little community putting on their show in their little world and doing their thing. You know what I mean? Because they take, like, you know what I mean? Again, COVID is a thing, and it is killing people. So we should take precautions. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Adamson's our guest here. we got about uh, 10 minutes here with uh, Mr. Adamson here. And uh, one thing I want to ask you real quick uh, so we get time to it before I ask you some of the, the, the tough yeah. questions here. 
if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? All right. So, <clears throat> first of all, and I have a lot of wrestling stuff, my Instagram is A.C. Hendricks, right? And it's and this is just the spelling, right? E- and it's Hendrick icon, Hendrick. Yeah, Hendrick. Got it. Good man. You know what? I appreciate you so much for that. So, A.C. Hendricks, E-E-S-T-I. H-E-N-R-I-K. And that's my Instagram name. And you can look me up. And there's a whole list of wrestling stuff. Other stuff, too, but mostly wrestling stuff. So you can check out a lot of my, you know, match highlights and clips and things like that. Uh, on Facebook, here's the thing. On Facebook, I just kind of, like, look at it. I don't really, like, you know. But my Facebook is Henrik Adamson. You can look up my name. H-E-N-R-I-K. A-D-A-M-S-O-N. But you can even just Google me. You can even Google Henrik Wrestling, right, and just look at stuff, whatever's out there. You know what I mean? You'll see some things. You know what I mean? You'll see matches. You'll see promos. You'll see all kinds of stuff. So, you know, if you want to get a little idea. But, um, but I, and I appreciate you for that. I appreciate you for taking time to plug my, uh, you know, stuff. I also have a YouTube. So, sorry, but go I don't ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but go ahead. I don't care. Well, you know, if uh, you know, you, you mentioned you have a ton of content. If there is one match that you would uh, want fans to check out amongst all the others before they check out the other stuff, what would you uh, want them to, the one to draw to? Out of itself? Okay. So, um, okay, honestly, just look at CZW Dojo Wars. I'm happy with all those matches. And, yeah, not every match is, like, going to be the greatest match ever. But I can say that, like, I felt like I had fun in all those matches. And I like all my matches in their own way. So, but if you want the one match, okay, fine. Get the one with the most views right now, whatever. Uh, Henrik Adams, I mean, Henrik, Henrik versus Jordan Oliver. That is, that has the most views, whatever. Like, all right. But it was a good match, though. I will say that. It was a good match. So, I, I can't say it was bad. I'm just saying I would like my entire body of work to be judged on its whole instead of just, like, one snip of it. Because it's not fair for me to be like, oh, wow, you're going to judge me on that one match I had and, like, terrible wrestler. Like, you know what I mean? So that's why I encourage everyone to check out all my stuff. But, again, to answer your question, if you want that one match with the most views right now, it's that one. Uh, But, yeah, go ahead. And uh, we got – uh, Mr. Adamson is our guest here. We got about uh, six minutes here left. Now, uh, you know, you mentioned you, you you know you kind of touched on COVID a little bit, and you know, it, it, COVID has turned our lives upside down, and we we all know this. But uh, yeah. with with uh, with that being said, how many different how many shows have you lost or have postponed or canceled? And uh, do you know when your next show is going to be? And if you do, where is it? When is it? And if our fans listening, we're going to come check you out. Where would they have to go to see that match? All right. So that information, I'm not going to. I don't look. Listen. Okay. Right now, I got to keep it 100 with you because I always keep it real. Right now, we have the COVID going on, right? So that's the most important thing. And it, and also. Look, there's a lot going on with me, and I'll just say that as far as my outside of wrestling life goes. I work a lot of other stuff and, like, 
again, I do have a girlfriend, and, like, there's a lot of things right now that are more important to me. So, like, for me, like, at this point, all I'll say is that if uh, something comes up, I might do what I might not do. But for me, I just want to be around wrestling right now. I just want to be, like, really training. I want to get back to feeling very comfortable with my with my look and my cardio and my moves and all these things. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to worry about have, when's my next match. I'm worried more about, like, let me just blow because, again, today was my first day back to doing anything. So I'm not, and again, I've taken some months off. And you eat unhealthy food, and life happens, and then you're out of shape because the gym closes. So, you know what I mean? You can't just go out there and be like, oh, I'm going to do a match. you got to kind of prepare yourself because you got to be a trained athlete. This is professional. This is not a joke. People can die. People can get hurt a lot. They do it wrong. So you have to really own this thing. Like that's One thing very important about pro wrestling is that you need to take it seriously, and you need to actually train. You need to train. You need to – because it's not, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's actually serious. And normal people can't do it. You can't. You think you can do it? You can't do it. I already know you can't do it. Like it's not even a thing. So you have to train, just like any other thing. You have to train. You have to train. You have to train. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm training. I'm getting myself back. So sorry, folks. No matches. No updates. Not gonna happen. Well, you know, I'll tell you. Um, you know, I'll tell you what. We do love that you took time out of your your schedule to join us and uh you know it's just uh you know it it's it's cool that you're doing what you're doing and we, we do love you and I will I will let you know this offhand. Anybody that's been a guest on our show, um uh whether it be a week from now or a year from now that's went for any titles have always won it and I'll give our fans an update. We are now officially 1200 and 0 uh, over the last four years. So you got to keep the streak going. If you're going to be going for any titles, I know that you say you don't want any, but if you do go for one and you win it, you got to let us know so we can add you to our record book. Okay. All right. That's, that sounds like a thing. So we, I know we have three minutes folks. So let me tell you, <laughs> we're going to have a wrap up pretty soon. Um, yeah, guys, let me just tell you, it's nice. It feels nice to be wanted and needed. And, yeah, it's nice because, like, you did want me to come on your show. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm very appreciative that somebody else is, like, paying attention to me and, like, giving me time and giving me attention. So it feels nice. Thank you very much. Like, it's, it's nice that you guys are nice people and you're, you're asking good questions and you're curious and, you know, share my thing with the world. It's nice. And I appreciate it. And I hope that you guys keep doing it and be encouraged and really, you know, push yourself to do the best show you possibly can all the time and really, you know, make this a thing. And who knows, maybe you can just have a full on career and that's all you do. You just do this and you'll have a wonderful life. You know what I mean? So that's I, like, I see it. I'm, because again, you're working too. You guys are working. You're doing your thing, and it's nice. And I'm doing my thing. And the thing is, like, life changes. So you don't know. Like, yeah, we t- we're talking now, but who knows? Tomorrow, anything can happen. We, you know, we live this life, and just be happy. Do your best. Work on something. Stay busy. You know what I mean? Be positive. You know, try to be a good person. All that good stuff. You know, we got like a minute left, so I'll let you guys like close up the show because it is your show. You're fine. Awesome. You're good. 
Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you have you have been awesome, and uh, like I say, we do appreciate that you joined us tonight, and uh, I'm glad that I was able to get you in uh, earlier than uh, um, later. But uh, you know, uh, you're you're awesome, and I'm glad that you're able to change your schedule to uh, join us an hour earlier than we originally had you scheduled. So you're awesome. Well, thanks, guys. But I'll let you guys go. I'll let you do your thing. I'm kind of getting back. I got work tomorrow, so it was fun. Maybe we'll do it again. But, yeah, thank you, and I'll see you guys uh, some other time. Bye. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Henry. All right. Mr. Adamson, there you go. Now, I'll tell you what. Uh, here's the thing, guy, uh, guys and gals. Um, yeah. Uh, I have to uh, I have to call our guest so we know what usually happens when that happens. So if we do jump off, uh, you know how to signal me. Uh, but uh, I will call our guest now. She's uh, uh, she's from Australia, and I got to call Australia. And uh, here's what. Oh, so another Aussie. Yeah, here's the proof of how our show is growing. We had one person on from Australia, and I've heard from other people from Australia that wants to be on our show because. They're, they were listening to the show because they had friends that were on our as a guest. So they're like, can I be on with you guys too? Sure, that's fine. So I'm going to call them real quick. And then uh, as soon as uh, I come back on, just be ready to go do this, okay? Uh, you guys hold on tight, and I'll be right back to you. Hold on. Okay. So, um, <sighs> Randy, I'm a little bit, a little bit skeptical on – this um, extreme rules horror show that's supposed to be coming up uh, on on Sunday. Um, I mean, first of all, it, it has kind of an October theme, and you know, and mm-hmm. they're doing it in July, which is weird. Hey guys, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Oh, he's I back. Have... Oh, yeah, I oh, do have a guest on the line, uh, and this is uh, this is uh, costing me extended money, so. Uh, I'm going to interview all right, Granny, we'll get back to that right combo. Right? Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle from the land down under. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the lovely. I give you the vivacious. I give you the do not mess with me because I will kick you. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Billy Beaver. Hello. It'd be loser. Oh, my God! You just you just had you have him on your own line, and you and you can't secure him. All right, hold on, hold on, one sec. <laughs> All right. Um, getting back to that briefly, Granny, it, it it the the Extreme Rules Horror Show, it it's like an October theme. Like if they were doing this pay per view around Halloween time, I would get it. They're doing this in July, which is a little strange, which shows you that they're kind of desperate for ratings a little bit. But also, I mean, how are they going right. to, especially oh, in the PT back. era? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you got us. You, you, right. you got him. Right, okay. She was just, Billy, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, if you want to go ahead and do the intro, then we'll go ahead and interview you. Go ahead. Okay. All right, guys, this is Billy Beaver. You're listening to the Attitude Era, live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. All right. 
So here's how we're going to do this. Uh, hopefully, with this storm that's in North Dakota here, it doesn't cut me off again. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and then we're going to interview you, and then I'll ask you some questions, then Granny, and then a Big Swing. So go ahead. Give us a little background about, okay. you, about you. Go ahead. Okay, well, I'm Billy Baber, of course. I live in Australia. I'm currently working in the adult industry, and I have worked in the adult industry since I was 18. I'm now 28. Um, I have a baby girl, um, so I'm a single full-time mom as well. Um, I've traveled the world. I actually haven't been to Dakota, though. <laughs> um, I've traveled the world, and I currently have my own clothing line as well for sex workers. Uh we have uh, Billy Beavers, our guest here, and uh, we uh, we're gonna have some fun here. We got about uh, 25 minutes here with Billy. So now I'm just kind of curious how. Well, I kind of probably know, but if you could explain a little bit without getting too explicit, how your name <laughs> came about. My name. Yes, your stage. That's name. actually that's actually my real name. Believe it or not. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, uh, so I guess with the last name Beaver, uh, for us here in the States, we, we refer to that as, uh, as something. Uh, so I guess with, the, with that as the last name, I guess you kind of had to go into the, uh, is that how they, they discovered you in the adult film industry? In Australia? No, it's not how they discovered me. Unfortunately, I was just born with a stripper name. <laughs> now, uh, now, being in the adult uh, film industry, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably be taking most uh, most of the. I'll probably be asking most of the questions. Uh, so, being mm-hmm. in the uh, being in the adult film industry, uh, did you start out uh, as a dancer and then went into movies? You started in movies and went into dancer. How did that? Uh, how did you transition? Yeah, so pretty much, I started off doing like acting work when I was underage, obviously, and like extra work and all that kind of stuff. Then I ended up doing like bartending. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but it's like working behind the bar. Yeah, we. And I ended up doing um. Yeah, yeah. So bartending, and then I ended up doing um, like bikini car washing, and then one thing led to another, and I was doing topless, and I went to nude. And then I went to, like, um, shows, like, triple X shows. And then I went to um, porn. And then I went to escorting. And, yeah, now I just do OnlyFans full-time. Awesome. So, uh, so I don't know if uh, if Gra- Granny probably won't have any questions, but if she does, we'll let her <laughs> ask. Granny, do you have okay. any questions? Well, I really don't have any questions, but I, well, except I mean, I may have one. But first of all, I love her accent. I think her accent yeah, is great. amazing. <laughs> but what I what I'd like to know is, what's it like to live in Australia? I mean, I've always, I mean, I I just I I think that's just such an awesome place. And I mean, not that yeah. I would ever get a chance to go there, but you know, I just what would be what's it like to yeah. live there? I mean. Australia is honestly beautiful. Like, I was actually born in England, so I wasn't born here, but I came over here when I was six, and I've been to England a few times over the past years, and I always miss Australia when I go there because nothing can compare to Australia. Like, it is literally the home of the land free. Like, 
the even like the Medicare system, like the healthcare system compared to America, is just so much different. Like everything here is, if you get hurt, you know, or you're in an ambulance, it's free. Whereas I know over in America, it costs a lot of money to get injured or something like that. Um, even like um, taking um, um, medicine that you need over here is a lot cheaper than um, America. And just the, the, the serenity itself in Australia is just beautiful. But then again, America is beautiful too. Because I've been there and I've spent, I've spent three months traveling around a bit of America and there was lots of parts I loved about it as well. Uh, Billy Beaver is our guest here, and I I, I just love your name. And uh, <laughs> now uh, now uh, I don't know if you've ever been over to the states, but uh, I have. Uh, uh, with your last name, and I'm not going to go into this, but with your last name, do you know uh, what we here in the United, uh, U.S. refer to that as? I think it's the same as here. <laughs> Okay, good. Okay, so we're clear. So I don't have so I don't have to go into that. Good. So you know. Not now, uh, uh, I'm going to introduce you to our other co-host, and then we're going to come yep. back to me. I'm going to ask you the hard-hitting question uh, okay. as as we turn to your career. But uh, uh, Big Swing, what do you got for our guest, Billy Beaver? We have uh, we have about uh, 22 minutes. Go ahead, Big Swing. What do you got? Well, um. Granny kind of took a little bit of uh, my thunder because I've I've always been wondering about Australia and and what it's like you know compared to here, um, but but looking at uh, some of the stuff here is it correct and this is for the fans listening as well, B I L L I E B E E V E R, that's you. That's correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just making sure I had the right the right person here so I can right you know, kind of look at who I'm talking to. I usually look up all the guests so. Um. All right. So then, yeah. take us through a little He's bit. He's probably as watching to... one of your movies right now. Well, well no, I would. Yeah, to distracted to answer a question. Yeah. Um. How did how did everything go over there with um? How did everything go over there with, with, with the COVID? I mean, did did that affect your work? And you know, do you guys uh, have a big rush of that right now, or? Yeah, so with us, like, we kind of, um, we weren't as locked down. You guys were locked down a lot longer before us and had a lot more precautions in place. We were locked down, but we only were locked down for a short amount of time. We're all back to, like, where I'm from on the Gold Coast in Queensland, we're all back to normal pretty much. Obviously, we got to keep our, like, distancing and all that, but we're pretty much back to normal. But for a short period of time, it didn't, it did affect um, people's incomes and everything like that, and, the government was giving out money to a lot of people because people were not being able to work for maybe a couple of months, like two or three months. And obviously because people weren't working, um, people were losing, like I was losing OnlyFans subscribers because, you know, people were at home with their wives or whatever and couldn't go on OnlyFans and cancel subscription. But yeah, a lot of people were affected. A lot of people lost jobs. But we have such a good government system here that the government actually was giving people money if you were, if you were out of work or, yeah. So, with nice. what you said and, and, and the COVID over there, how how did that affect your industry over there? Well, yeah, it affected a lot because obviously, well, some girls are actually still going to work as in like jobs and stuff like that because they weren't taking precautions. But um, obviously, the whole industry was on pause because our job is to go to a party and have a party, whereas the whole party thing was you know shut down, so we couldn't physically go to parties and 
um, work and make money and um, all that kind of stuff because, you know, you're not supposed to have, you weren't supposed to, you're supposed to, to distance yourself. So obviously like that, a lot of girls took that very seriously and including myself didn't go to work and weren't making money. But um, a lot of girls still were obviously going to work, not really caring. And that's where it kind of um, nope. got a bit twisted in, in the industry. But Billy, there's this thing on here that says, um, you know, when you had your, uh, I don't necessarily want to call it a meltdown, but you, you, you know, you got, you teared up a little bit on a video here saying that, um, you know, you couldn't pay rent because you have no other talent. And then, now that's your words, not mine. Um, why, why do you, why, why do you think that? Okay. So I was in a really bad state. Like, like, like looking back on the video, um, it was all taken out of context and all, it was all taken the wrong way. Like I didn't really mean to say I have no talent. I just meant like, this is my job. The adult industry is my job. Like I okay. do have talent because obviously I've done like my business diplomas. I yeah. have my clothing line. And to be, to be fair, the, the video was taken um, as kind of like a, um, a video just to be, get people more aware of the stigma of sex work and how the sex industry is just important as any other job. And it got taken out of context and it got, thrown under the bus and it got taken as like I can't actually you know afford anything right now but it wasn't supposed to be like that it was supposed to just be like look sex work is real work too we still like well, how can it's not promoted on the news and stuff that our jobs are being lost all you see is like and people get money that like um have their teachers and they've lost their job what about us you know what I mean what happens to us when we lose our jobs true but it Makes wasn't sense. really promoted you know True, yeah. true. And, and, and the last thing I'd have for you here, uh, and then Icon, because I know you've been chomping at the bit here to, uh, to, to, an- to ask her some of these questions, but um, now you said Gold Coast. That is, is the east, east side, Sydney, Brisbane, Queensland, things like that? Gold Coast. Gold Coast is the Gold Coast. So Brisbane's um, an hour away, and I'm on the Gold Coast. That's just like on the coast. So it's the, on the, but east. it's the east, the east side, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I like asked that I asked that simply because that. well because in, in the United States uh everywhere is a little bit different. So for example, the accent, yeah. the culture, the mannerisms, yeah. the you know everything. If you go to New York or you go to yeah. California, they're going to sound uh they're going to sound a little different, but for the most part everything's really kind of the same. I mean, the people over here kind of do a lot of the same things uh in every state. However, I know it's not the same everywhere in the world. If, uh, we had somebody on with us last week from Australia who was out in Perth. So I'm wondering, oh, yeah. is that side of the, the country much different than where you are, or, or is it really pretty the same? Oh. No, it's, it's, it's pretty different. Like, same as Sydney. Like, like you said, the mannerisms, the way they dress, the way they talk is so different. It's probably exactly the same. Like, the, you know, the whole culture is the same and everything, but... People talk, you know, you go to Adelaide and people talk differently, you know, like different accents almost. Okay. But Gold Coast is pretty much, Gold Coast and Brisbane is pretty much the same. Like Queensland also is pretty much the same. Nice. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy Beaver's our guest here. We got about uh, 15 minutes here with Billy. And, uh, you know, first off, I, I do want to thank you uh, for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we only okay, have 15 my pleasure. minutes here with you. But uh, now, I've always wanted to ask this. You know, we had a we had a, a gal from Australia on here a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, you know, I was going to ask her this question. And we had a gentleman from Australia on here, uh, the brawler. 
uh, and I was going to ask him this question. I was going to ask her this question. I I didn't get to it, so I'm going to ask you this question. Now, <laughs> you, guys, you guys, have you have you heard of? And if you have, do you like the song "Living in the Land Down Under"? <laughs> yeah, I come from my oh, that's, down that's, under. That's, yeah. <laughs> the Veggie Bites sandwich. That song, yeah. Now, do you guys like that over there? I haven't listened to that song. That's probably the first time I listened to that. Do I? When you say, "Do we live like that?" or "Do I listen to that?" No, do you, do you listen to that? Uh, do you guys like that no. song? Because it is about us. <laughs> I mean, like, I haven't really like. I don't. I haven't heard that song in years. I think it's just more on like adverts and stuff like that. But no, I haven't. It's not something I'll go on my way and put on a playlist. Well, and I'm saying that, that, that song came out before she was song. born. I mean, you know, well, it's kind of an old yeah. song. Do this. Big swing, do this. I want you, if you yeah. can find that song. Uh, yes, we'll play do it. it. We'll, we'll play it as her outro. Do it. Yes, I love that. Um, it might that it might take me a, it might take me a minute, but let me let let, well, let me you, let me get on it and see if I can minutes. find something. We have how long? Minutes. You got fourteen minutes. All right, because that's not usually a song that I just have on the on the computer, you know, switchboard. So I'd have to probably. Pull some strings, but I'll see what I can do. All right, Icon, you with us? I think we lost him. Oh, he did. He dropped off. Man, he's going to pay his phone bill. All right. Um, And, and, you know, that that was a – it was going good, and the interview was going going really good, too, at the time. Let me uh, send him a quick – Little message here. Um, where is he? Because I don't think he even realizes. Scott. So he does that. He just starts talking and then. He gets cut off. My thing is, yeah, actually, yeah, he can just merge back on. Uh, I was going to say he's not going to lose her on the call, but uh, and he, could, he can just merge the call because he falls in anyway. Um, let me find this here. Men, men at work ran down under. Hmm. Um, well, anyways, I don't know when he's going to call in, but, but well, well, you have a minute. Um, I, I know it's been a little bit of a choppy discussion, but we've been, we've been battling, you know, guests and different things. Um, how, how are they going to possibly pull off in the PG era where they don't even want to show blood this eye for an eye? match that they're going to do with Seth Rollins in that model. We'll, we'll get into that. I mean, he's back on with us, but that's going to be the first conversation getting off the line is how they're going to pull that off, because I'm really mm-hmm. kind of shocked. As to how okay, guys, we are back. Um, we are back. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you're back. The question I was asking, uh, and I don't know how much you guys heard, but I asked her the, the difference between uh, the adult industry uh, over in Australia and here, and uh, uh, Billy was about to explain how that happened. What, what the main difference is. And I think she just got cut off. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what, <laughs> this is what. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're back. We're back. Billy, you there? Okay. Billy, are you there? Okay. Uh, okay. You're killing me, Smalls. As you guys know, she's, she's in the Land Down Under, 
and they they're having tropical storms over there. So that's well, what are. the issue is. So uh, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to try and get her back online one more one more time. Hold on. A second. Oh, this is isn't this just exciting radio, folks? You can tell us live. Well, you know, I help with I help with the podcast, and Friday we were having storms here in Arkansas, and we had to cut. I mean, it's a thirty-minute program that we do on VOC Nation and Blog Talk Radio, and it's like we had to cut it short. We it's called the morning after, and we talk about the news, wrestling, whatever you know from the day before, and then um, Monday couldn't do the show because uh, one of the guys that I do the show okay. with. Uh, guys, oh, there she I, is. I think she's here. Hello? Hello. It keeps, it keeps cutting out for some reason. It's okay. Uh, now, uh, Billy, you're there, and uh, yes, I'm uh, are my guys there? Hello? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're here. here. Okay. Now, uh, unfortunately, Billy, we, we've, we've lost, uh, we lost a little time here with you. we got 10 minutes. But, uh, right. ask, uh, you know, okay, we were talking about COVID here a little bit ago. And, uh, yeah. what, um, now, is there any projects that you were working on uh, that you had to put on hold uh, and you're, you're going to go back to, or did it uh, not really sidetrack you at all? Yeah, not for me because I work from home. So, either way, nothing really was sidetracked for me because obviously now I work from home. So, yeah, I'm very lucky I had that that side. And uh, just in case we get cut off again, I uh, I'm going to uh, let you do this. If our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a <laughs> Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a GoFundMe, you got an OnlyFans. <laughs> I have OnlyFans and Instagram, pretty much, is my main sources of being able to find me. It's just Billy Beaver. And uh, and again, it's E E V E R guys out there. Don't don't put the A in it. Two E's. B E E V E R. Yeah, B double E V E R. <laughs> and you know, I was I was kind of curious. Uh, you know, uh, if I were to send you an address, do you think maybe you can uh, send us some uh, some uh, autographs for giveaways for our fans? Of course, yeah, of course, I'd love to do that. I'd and I don't know if that. you're able to do this through OnlyFans, but uh, do you have the uh, uh, do you have the option to, uh, uh, like, give, like, a free month or anything like that? Yeah, I do. I can give, um, I think it's up to 30 days, I think. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. What I'll do is I will uh, I will get up uh, the information and uh, from yep. you, and I'll uh, let you know who the winner is. And then yeah, uh, they perfect. can sign in, and uh, they can, uh, uh, they can uh, get that. Uh, See my nudes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Well, I, I wasn't going to mention that, but anyway, you did. Uh, <laughs> so, Just being honest, you know. Right. Now, the other thing, you know, I mentioned, you, you know, you said you mentioned you work from home. So uh, now, do you, uh, do you still do any, like, uh, competitions or uh, uh, do, you like, uh, like, certain clubs call you to make personal appearances? Do you do any of that stuff? Um, no, I used to in America and stuff like that, but I actually have just been nominated for, um, there's an awards night here in Australia in uh, Melbourne. There's a, a, it's called the X Awards. I've just been nominated in four categories there. So, um, that's probably the only competition I've, ever, I've actually ever really entered. 
um, before that um, was just more promo for uh, Sapphire, I think it was, in Vegas, I think it's called. <laughs> so, now, um, do, you have, uh, do, you, uh, do you have any plans on coming back to the States and doing some shows, or are you, uh, are you, gonna, are you stuck in Australia now because of the COVID? Like, you're not able to um, travel or anything like that? Yeah, at the moment we can't travel, but um, as soon as um, this all dies down and stuff, I would love to come back to the States. Um, I have lots of friends over there that I'd love to see again at some point. So it's just a matter of when my daughter's old enough, because I just, I just had a baby not long ago. So I'm just waiting for her to obviously get a bit older so I can leave her here, because I don't want to leave her while she's so young, you know? Well, you know, and I understand that. Now, if you, uh, you know, if you uh, uh, happen to uh, want to, you know, uh, stop by and see, uh, you know, Grandy in Arkansas or in Dakota, yeah, in North Dakota, <laughs> or if you're in New York, you can uh, give the. Uh, yeah, see, the, I'm in uh, New York. Right? There's there's a lot more appeal in New York. She's not going to want to go to, uh, you know. <laughs> I've actually um, been to New York before. <laughs> yeah, see, she's not going to want to go to North Dakota. There, there's nothing to see, Billy, in North Dakota, except for I heard snow. Dakota is very pretty. Um, it, it is as long as you. It, it is as long as you don't come in like uh, uh, December, January, February, March, or April. Uh, is that I mean, winter? Yeah. See, here's the deal. In North Dakota, we have, especially in Fargo, we have four seasons: winter, yeah. flood, road construction, and football. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see, here it's summertime for us right now. I know it's winter over where you guys are, but we're in like you know yeah, ninety-five now. to one hundred degree weather over here every day. So uh, yeah, we're at like bloody seventeen degrees Celsius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Seventeen Sorry, degrees right now. Seventeen degrees Celsius. So what is that in uh, human uh, temperature? Fahrenheit. In human temperature. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's like really funny, actually. When I was in America, I, um, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but we'll do some Aussie lingo. So you guys call um, bell peppers, right? You call them bell peppers? Right, yeah. Just, do you have any idea what we call them over here? No. <laughs> okay, do you have a computer with you? He does, yeah. Okay, type in capsicum. Type in what? You have to... You have to spell it. <laughs> Typing capsicum. C A P. C A P. S I C U M. Yeah. S I C. Okay, capsicum C-U-M. plants. Yep. Yep, got it. That's what we. That's what we call um, bell peppers. We oh, call capsicum. Okay. Nice. <laughs> It's the craziest thing that, like, from coming to America to Australia, like you guys call cilantro, we call it coriander. It's very, it's very it's, strange how we call it. But it's essentially things, the same you know? thing. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. Exa- exactly well, the same thing. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, also in Australia, you guys call uh, what we call Scotland, you call Caledonia. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about there. Well, I was just giving a little history lesson for people that don't know, but anyway. <laughs> We call you know like what a servo is. A uh, we have we have Billy Beaver here. Well, we got about uh, three minutes left here, and uh, you know I'll tell you what we love that you took time out of your schedule to join us. That's and, okay. Uh, uh, let me ask you this: in Australia, you know, in America they call me the icon. What would you call me over there besides super stuff? They, 
They call me the what? The they, they call me the icon over here. What would you guys call me in North Dakota or in Australia besides the super stud? Um, probably the same thing. <laughs> See, there you go, An guys. Icon. I'm, I, yeah, I'm famous in North Dakota. I, I'm famous in North Dakota. I'm also famous in Australia too. In Australia. Yeah. Feel the Are you trying to say oi oi oi? Oi oi oi. Or how about this? Yeah. Did I make? Let's put another shrimp on the bobby. On the bobby. <laughs> okay, one, we don't eat shrimp. Two, we eat prawns and we eat them cold. <laughs> right. Yeah. And real quick here. Uh, what, 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 what about Foster's? Australian for beer. <laughs> we don't even drink Foster's. We drink um, Corona. Oh, Corona's oh. a big one, huh? <laughs> Well, hey, uh, you know, that's hey, kind of ironic. There's a wrestling rink right. Hey, there's a wrestling rink right there. The Rock used to say, "Don't be a jabrona, drink your Corona." Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Love that. So, uh, uh, yeah, we have uh, Billy Beavers, our guest here. We got about uh, two minutes, and uh, like I say, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of schedule. I hope you got the, ad- okay. the address uh, where to uh, send the autographs. We appreciate what you do. Yeah, and, send uh, that to me. And uh, you are awesome. And uh, uh, hopefully, uh, if you if, if we haven't scared you too much, you'd be willing to uh, uh, join us again at some point. For sure, definitely. And you are awesome. And I'll tell you what, uh, be safe out there, and uh, uh, we will have you join us again. No worries. Are you going to play my song, my outro? <laughs> so God, is, this, is, is this the outro? This is, this Go is goodbye? All right. But it's a good song. All right. So, Billy, thanks for talking to us, uh, and we uh, hope thanks, to hear from you again sometime. Yeah. Oh, I think uh, Icons. Oh, Icons with us? Yeah. She uh, Finally, she called me. Uh, she couldn't figure out how to call the studio, but she was able to call me. So, that's cool. Nice. All right. Now um, well, um, we do have – I mean, it's rapid fire today. It's back to back to back. Um, we do have the 260 number on. Yeah, and uh, we're going to have a little uh, competition for Granny, and I'll explain that in a little bit. Uh, this is our oh, next guest. Uh, so uh, if you want to put him through, I will go ahead and uh, introduce him, and then we'll uh, have some fun with him. A competition for Granny. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. Well, Sounds like they fun. They are on, so I can put him through. Ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Our first mystery guest of the month of July. Ladies and gentlemen, he may not be a wrestler, but he is one heck of an impersonator. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, oh brother, it's Hank Hogan. This is Hank Hogan. 
You're listening to Attitude Era Live with your host, the icon, Big Swing, and Granny Hawkster, brother. All right. And uh, for those of you guys who haven't figured it out yet, um, Hank Hogan is a Hulk Hogan impersonator. And we're going to have Granny talk to him in just a second. But what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to ask a few questions, and then we'll pass it on to Granny. And then we'll pass on a big swing, and then we'll come back to me. So, so Icon, uh, when, when are we going to get um, – when are we going to get a, a Granny Hulkster impersonator? A who? A granny Hulkster impersonator. Hey, Big That's Swing, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Big <laughs> Swing. I am one of a kind. There is only one Granny Hulkster in this whole entire world that I know of, and I don't think that there – I don't think there's another one out there – you know, I mean, I'm not a wrestler either. I'm just a wrestling fan. But to my knowledge, <clears throat> I am the only Granny Hulkster out there. I mean, ever since I've but, been given this gimmick name. So. But we are, we are going to be having another Granny on this show. We'll explain that later. Uh, so, oh, boy. So okay. All right. Guests, uh, Hank, we'll go back to the question. Could you give us a little background about yourself? Then we'll uh, ask you some fun questions. Well, I'm Hank Hogan, brother. I live in Angola, Indiana. I've been impersonating the Hawkster for about a year and a half now. I've made appearances at conventions, wrestling shows, you name it. I was just in Tennessee this past Saturday, Saturday night doing a dedication to a young boy who had who was sick with leukemia. And I tell you what, it was the greatest moment of the Hankster's life. And uh, uh, Grady can uh, tell you a little about she She's in that, too. We'll get to that in a little second. So now, uh, of course, you know I, I I've seen you, and uh, you know we were we scheduled to have you in November, and we'll probably definitely have you back on again because uh, I I do love I do love your uh, your shtick as they call it, but uh, you know I guess if there's anybody to really impersonate, uh... and we lost the icon again. Yeah. Uh, Yo, he, uh, he's, he's got to get a better connection. He's got to put a leg yeah, drop he, on that he, internet connection. You know, he's he's calling from a cell phone. That's the thing. He's got to pay his phone bill or something. I don't know. Icon, I'm going to buy you a. Uh, I'm going to buy you a Verizon phone because obviously that that Sprint's not getting it done for you. Well, here's the deal though. Uh, it has nothing to do with the big storm we have here. Uh, I just had a big crash of lightning and bam, the thing went out. So. Uh, there's nothing you can do about the phone. Wait, a cell phone went out because of lightning. Well, and anyway, okay, continue. <laughs> well, I have it plugged. I have it plugged in. That's why I had a little power uh, flicker. But anyway, we'll we'll explain that later. Uh, we had Beekman on about a month ago. Uh, so anyway, uh, Hank, back to the question. Uh, you know, if anybody, if there's anybody person, it would be Hulk Hogan. So what uh, made you decide that uh, he would be the guy that you wanted to start uh, impersonating? Well, I've been a fan of the Hawksters since about WrestleMania two. When I started watching wrestling, I had some friends at work turn me on to it, and that steel cage match with King Kong Bundy, when he pressed Bundy over his head and body slammed him, his charisma, his posing in the ring, I was hooked, brother. And ever since then, I've been with the Hawksters thick and thin. No matter what's going on, I'm still a fan of the Hawkster. He's the man. He always will be. And I'm glad to make him proud by going out there and representing him and meeting the fans. And it's just an awesome feeling, brother. I tell you what, I know how the Hulkster feels when he walks down the street or walks into a store. 
I get swamped, and it's just it's a great feeling. Now, well, how uh, was how was your opinion of uh, of of NWO Hulk though? I mean, do you like the red and yellow, or, or did you like Hollywood too? I was on the red and yellow for the longest time, brother. And when he went okay. NWO, my life always went up and down with the Hulkster. When he was good, it was good. When he was bad, it was bad. I I was a little upset because bad things started to happen in my life when he went NWO. But then I just I jumped on that bandwagon, and I tell you what, brother, I am NWO for life. Gotcha. Good stuff. Now, uh, with, with that with that being said, um, do you uh, do you feel that? Uh, have, well, first off, I'm going to ask. Have you met the Hawkster? I'm assuming. Have you not? Nope. I have never had the privilege of meeting the Hawkster. I went to his beat shop in March, and then this damn pandemic hit, and he had to close his shop, and when I got down there, he was closed. But I, was, I did have the ability. I went by his house. I saw the roadrunner in the driveway. Talk about a sweet muscle ride. And I hit Clearwater Beach and everything, and everybody was trying to get a hold of him to come down. But, nope, I've never met him. I was scheduled to in October at Heroes and Legends, which is a convention in Fort Wayne, Indiana, but that's been canceled. So I, I still pray for the day that, one day I will meet him. I've met his daughter, Brooke. I met her last year, and she's just an awesome, awesome person. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I know all about IPFW. Uh, that's, of course, Indiana, do, uh, Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne. Uh, they're one of our arch rivals here where I'm at, North Dakota. So I, I know I know about Fort Wayne. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, Hank, uh, or do you prefer Mr. Hogan? Or do you, well, okay, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But I'll tell you what. Here's what I want. Here's what I want you to. Do. I want you to bring on our. I'm going to bring on our net, our other co-host. Uh, I'm going to introduce Hank Hogan to Granny Hulkster. Now, of course, we have Hank Hogan, and he's known as the Hulkster. We have Granny. She's known as Granny Hulkster. So now, why don't you guys uh, get to know each other? Uh, Granny, ask some questions, and uh, Hank, you ask her some questions, and we'll have some fun here because we have 23 minutes. Well, it's awesome to talk to you, sir. It it truly is. But uh, you mentioned heroes and legends, you know, of wrestling. And I'm friends with Jason Maples on Facebook, you know, so I'm very familiar with what he what he does, you know, with his heroes and legends show. So that's amazing. I'm sorry it got canceled. You know, we haven't had any wrestling shows here in Arkansas for over a couple of months myself. And, and don't I'm, I'm having – don't forget to tell me about your cause too, because uh, well, get, let me get. I can't let me take care hey, of this. Thank you very much. <laughs> go ahead. Now I was saying, no, Granny, I was go telling ahead. him. To, you, you let Granny Hulkster speak, brother, or I may drop a raid <laughs> through this phone on you. Ooh, wow. Okay. So that being said, anyways, we haven't had any wrestling shows for you know since March and. I've been having some serious wrestling withdrawals now. You know, I do not like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack at the bad guys at these wrestling shows when I have to. I mean, I've been on – there was a company called Traditional Championship Wrestling that ran in Arkansas for several years, and they did TV tapings, and they still show the old uh, reruns down in the Little Rock area. And to this day, I still have people come up and ask me, hey, aren't you Granny from TCW, you know? So I'm – I'm pretty well known for just being a wrestling fan. But um, anyways, so 
I think it's very interesting that you are a Hulk Hogan impersonator. And when um, I, I, I just find that very enjoyable. And, you know, when you were talking about doing the thing in Tennessee for the little boy, uh, I do help with a, a organization over in Oklahoma, uh, over in the Tulsa area called Wrestling for a Cause. And it's been going on probably for about eight years, and we do independent wrestling shows for kids that are fighting childhood cancer. And I'm very much involved in that. I mean, I pick up merchandise for the promoter and and things like that, but I'm very much involved. So that is very near and dear to my heart, what you did for that little boy. So I I thank you for that, and I admire you for that. So I think that's pretty awesome. No problem, Granny. It was an honor. And, and the part of the company that the little boys are a big fan of, Total Psychopath Wrestling, they do shows out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And then you want to know of another Hulk Hogan impersonator. He is a wrestler. He's called Slammer, and he does Slammer Mania, and he's in Missouri. Cape Girardeau, Missouri, you can catch him on CCW, and you can find him on YouTube also. But I also like to know, tell people, you know, Total Psychopath Wrestling, Hank Hogan's appearance will be on Roku TV for those who have it. Just type in Total Psychopath Wrestling, you'll see it. And I tell you what, my tag team partner, Devin the Destroyer, I know I told some boys down in TPW to be listening tonight. And if you're listening, Devin, Hank Hogan's thinking of you, brother. And I'm telling you, I'm coming back. We're going to win those tag team belts, brother. Well, I have some. I have a lot of friends in Tennessee that are wrestlers, you know, in the Tennessee area. So I have a lot of friends that are wrestlers over in Tennessee area. So, especially Knoxville. So uh, it's just, you know, I I didn't know if you had any questions for me, you know. But, <laughs> so. <clears throat> well, let me tell you, Granny Hawkster, I think it's awesome that you do this podcast and you're representing Hawkmania as well. The Hawkster just wants to know. Actually, no, the Hawkster can't say that. <laughs> sure you can. Anyway. You, ask, me what, ask me whatever you want to ask you wear, me. Do I mean. you wear the blonde wig and the boa and everything? No, 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 I no, no, no. But, 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 but I will tell you I will tell you where my name came from. I mean, you know, if you want to know that. I mean, because I, when I actually got this gimmick name from a coworker of mine, and I asked him when when he call, when he started calling me that he says I'm going to start calling you Granny Holster and I said what? And he says I'm going to start calling you Granny Holster. I said why? And he said well, you love wrestling. I said yeah. So I love wrestling. You know. Well, so I had I have a I have a very good friend that made me my original Granny Holster shirt, which I still have by the way. My original one says what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? And I started wearing that to independent wrestling shows. <laughs> Well, I mean, um, and then I have one that says Granny Hulkster, Queen of TCW. I have a pink one that I wore uh, up in Cape Girard, Missouri. They did a wrestling show for, um, it was a benefit show for breast cancer. And that pink one I don't wear very often. I wear the yellow one with the the red and everything, red lettering. But pink one says, um, the one, the only Granny Hulkster, and on the back it says, hey, shut up and wrestle. I don't wear that one very often because nobody really likes the pink one. But I do still have the original yellow one. And then uh, my wrestling for a cause, um, I got the promo- I got the uh, guy that does the T-shirts. He made me a yellow T-shirt 
with the Wrestling for a Cause logo on it, and they put the name Granny Hulkster on it in red lettering. I wear that one to WFC. So I have my own special, and I have little. I had a little boy ask me one time. He says, "Well, Granny, he says, do you have any any Granny Hulkster shirts for sale?" And I said, "No, baby, I I, I sure don't. This is the only one that I've got." And then I had another little boy come up and ask me if I was Hulk Hogan's grandmother. And I said, no, baby, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I said, no, I'm not that old, but I said, no, I, I'm not, honey. I said, I'm really not his grandmother at all. But I guess the little boy thought I was his grandmother or something. I'm like, no, baby, I'm not his grand, I'm not his grandmother. So I'm not that old. I've had, I've had my, I've had my gimmick name for probably 25 plus years. So, well, let me ask you this: Have you ever met the Hulkster? No, I haven't. I'd like to, but I never have. I, I would, I would like to. He was, I he was actually in Bentonville, Arkansas, several years ago for a Walmart thing, you know. But I never got. I by the time I found out he was actually here, it was too late to go up and you know get to meet him. But I, I I'd like to meet him at some point in time. But no, I never have. So. I've met a lot of big stars over the years, you know, wrestling stars over the years, but Hulk's never been one that I've ever got the opportunity. It's funny because because I actually got into watching wrestling um, because of Hulk Hogan and not necessarily just because of, you know, because I I was born in 88, so I was really, I was a young kid in, in 97, 98, but, uh, so I really wouldn't have known the difference between NWO, DX, any of that stuff, but my aunt funny story my aunt actually lived and still has a house in Clearwater Beach uh and so we used to go down there all the time and and visit her and back then Clearwater wasn't what it is today it wasn't the tourist destination it didn't have all the high rises and all the condo buildings it was really this small quiet honky-tonk little town on the west coast of Florida at that time all the big stuff was over in Miami so my aunt um my aunt actually knew and knows and met uh, Hulk Hogan on several occasions because uh, she ran a parasail company. Her and her husband at the time uh, ran a parasail company off of Clearwater Beach, and he used to pull his boat up all the time when he would, would go into Rockaway, which is a popular restaurant down there. And um, and he would call her Blondie, and he was always like, "You know, hey Blondie, you know, what are you doing today?" Blah blah blah, with a deep voice and everything. And so she known him. So I met him when I was maybe ten years old, and most intimidating dude I've ever met in my life because I mean, he's got this big deep voice and he's you know and, and he's huge you know so um but but a couple of times since I've I've sort of seen him around um but but he got me into into wrestling uh and actually got me growing up as a WCW kid uh instead of a WWE kid like all my friends uh and so yeah I have met him um a couple times I've seen him around when I go down to Clearwater every year um and whatnot, but uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a great guy, and uh, obviously, you know, there's w- when there's a great guy, there's great impersonators as well, and you know, I, I love that you're you're keeping the Hogan spirit alive when he can't, because you know he's he's all he's old now, but he's also kind of he's got knees knee knee problems, hey, hip problems, back <laughs> They're what? We're not that old. I will say I have oh. had the privilege to watch him wrestle twice in Detroit, the Palace of Auburn Hills, which they just imploded the other day. 
I do have oh, yeah. memories of that, but that's the, that's the closest I've ever come. I used to rush out into the parking lot after the matches to try and catch him leaving, but he would have—he was notorious for it. After the match, he was gone. So, I mean, someday I will. It's on my bucket list. If I have to go back down to Clearwater and stay there a month and hang out at the beach shop every day, I will meet the man. <laughs> now, I got you. I don't blame you. And, and I'm hoping to hear back from the beach shop. I sent him an email. Today, I sent him the video of my appearance Saturday down there in TTW, Total Psychopath Wrestling, and I'm hoping I did him proud. Maybe he'll get a hold of me. Hopefully, uh, that, that would be great. Guest here. Uh, Hank Hogan's our guest here. we got about uh, 12 minutes here with uh, Mr. Hogan. Now, uh, you know, uh, I'm just kind of curious. You know, i got an e- ego question here because uh, all our fans knew this was coming. Uh, and I know, oh, I, I'm sure you like it, but I want, oh, boy, I want you to let everybody know. I want you to let everybody know how much you liked uh, the collector's card that the icon made for you. Hey, that collector's card is a hit. I am getting requests left and right for autographs of them. Of course, the icon, I mailed it out today for you, brother. You got three other copies, and you better make sure Granny Hawkster and Big Swing get a copy as well. Oh, yeah, well, I will for sure. You just, I'll hang uh, it up. Just, uh, well, I'll tell you what, you just spoiled my Christmas present idea. <laughs> and I will say this, it, that, that card that you made is so popular that as soon as it came out, I am now on a guy's Canadian wall of fame in his apartment. This guy must have over three, 4,000 autographed pictures of anybody you can think of, and he had to have mine, so... It was an honor that you made that, brother. I mean, it has taken off. It is, it's, inflate, it's inflating Hank Hogan's ego. I am now going well, worldwide, brother. Well, you know, I'm I'm glad I was able to help you out. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you can use those for any, uh, you can use those for anything you want. You have my permission to do that. Just as long as if anybody asks you who made it, you let them know, uh, you know, your egotistical buddy in Fargo, North Dakota did. Oh, I definitely <laughs> will. Believe me, I posted it all over my page. My page with my real name and my Hank Hogan promotional page. I must told about 20 people I was going to be on tonight. Hopefully they're listening. You better be brothers or else. And if you're listening, Abdul Farouk, potentate of hate, and your little clown sidekick, don't think that Hank Hogan hasn't forgotten the squirt gun incident a month ago at Horace Land Wrestling. Well, uh, hey, hey. Hold on a second. We got 10 minutes. The squirt gun incident. Tell us about that. What happened? Uh, I went to Horace Lamb Wrestling in Wyandotte, Michigan, brother, and I've had heat with the potentate of hate, his little clown sidekick, and the circus of pain, brother. And let me tell you, they're always giving me grief. The potentate of hate, Abdul Farouk. That's right, brother. I told you I was going to give you crap tonight, brother. I haven't forgotten. We got massive heat together, and I'm telling you, Hank Hogan's going to get even, brother. Wow. Now, do you do you know when you might be seeing these guys again? I'm just waiting for another show that they're going to appear at, and I will be there. And believe me, little clown sidekick, I haven't forgotten the squirt gun. I got something a little bit bigger than that little puny squirt gun you squirted with me. It's super sacred side, brother. So this is uh, this is this is something serious. It sounds like uh, did they. Did they? Uh, they sounds like they ticked off the wrong person. Did you? Did you? Uh, have you had uh, run-ins with these guys before? 
I first had my first run in championship international wrestling, Waldron, Michigan, February 2020. I made an appearance for the fans. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out with his stall post in his hand and these big-ass sunglasses he's wearing, telling Hulk Hogan how he hates Hogan and I hate you and just giving me grief the whole freaking time. Well, that started it all, brother. And Horror Slam Wrestling back in May. He kept it going. And then the squirt gun. That's right, little clown sidekick. The squirt gun, brother. I haven't forgotten. Now, you know, I just wonder uh, if, uh, if if they're listening, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Big Swing. Maybe oh, I hope they're listening. Let them call in. Let's do that. Let's do it right here, brother. Let's do it on Attitude Air Live, brother. If, if they're listening, would you be willing to call in and maybe we can uh, have a little sparring session if they're listening? Absolutely, yes, they are, yes. Bring it Me and Granny Hawkster will tag up, brother, and we'll be kicking some ass. Hey, but I can't. If, 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 we, if we can't get them on, like, for instance, if they're not listening or if they don't call through or whatever it may be, um, we can always set this. We can always set this up for one of our open spots in the future here, and kind of get a little promo trash talk with the two of them. But uh, guys, if you are out there and you are listening, I know a lot of the fans are sending in comments and things via chat. Uh, we have the chat box open, uh, as well as as some stuff up on the IG and Facebook. So fans, keep sending those. But uh, those of you who wanted to call, if if uh, the, the the two clowns that. Uh, Hank is talking about here. Do you want to call in? It is 713-955-0359. Again, 713-955-0359. And uh, if you do have the uh, the the fortitude per se uh, to get on the line with us, uh, give us a call. Uh, if not, you know we'll, we'll we'll keep talking to Hank over here. Yeah, we got uh, good hey, me, brother. We got about uh, seven minutes left now. Uh, now, did they uh, did did they just uh, come after you with a squirt gun because uh, you were still in their limelight, or uh, did they were they just uh, being punky? They were just being being punky as usual. I tell you what, the potentate of hate, he, he he's just he's just a punk of a manager. I tell you what, brother. I tell you what, Hank Hogan would love to get his hands on him, not just give him three punches, give him a boot to the face, and toss his ass right out of the ring. Well, you know, it's 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 funny. Uh, we uh, we seem to uh, ignite stuff on this show, and uh, we have uh, we. I mean, we've had guys with daddy issues, and uh, we've had people with. Uh, no, we we had a guy on. Uh, this is really funny. We had a guy on, uh, and uh, it was supposed to be him, and then all of a sudden, his uh, his ex girlfriend called in, and she was pissed at him because. Uh, he kicked her in the head, and uh, she 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 called in and took his time. And well, we man, had a, we had a shoot right there. You, you, you on call me Hogan, and I'll take care of him, brother. <laughs> uh, well, Hank, you, let me share let me share a story with you. You know how I said ahead, I Dave. didn't like the I didn't like the heels. You know, well, one of my wrestling buddies, he was the bad guy that night. He gets in my face. Now, I'm 57 years old, and, and I have had some health issues, so my health isn't the best. But he got in my face one night, and he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? 
I grabbed my keys out of my purse and I doubled up my fist and I and I had my keys in my fist and I threw my fist up in his face. I said, "Baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building." And the guy ran off screaming. That's awesome. Well, if you ever need Hank Hogan's help, you give me a holler, Granny, and I'll get right on there and I'll. Well, I, 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 I need day. to get you, once we start our wrestling shows up, I need you to get you down here to Arkansas Championship Wrestling, which I am the president of their fan club, but we haven't had the shows lately due to the COVID-19, but I need to get you to Arkansas. That would be awesome. I will be there. I, I love making appearances. It would be awesome. And if you now, want, uh, schedule those clown circus of pain for your show and let me deal with the potentate of hate and the sort of clown Oh, now, I would hey, love I'll, you for you to come down and take care of the Texas outlaws. <laughs> hey, that's awesome, brother. I'll be more than happy to. I may not be a wrestler, but I'll give it my best effort. Well, you know, Hank, I'm kind of curious. Uh, if someone listening, uh, whether they're listening right now or, uh, you know, they, they listen to the replay, if someone wanted to have you come do an appearance, how would they? How would they get a hold of you? You got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch. What do you got? I, I have Facebook, brother. All they gotta do is hit me up on Hank Hogan. The picture you made icon is on the profile there, so they can tell that's me. Plus, there's another picture of me. Just let me know. Um, my keys depend on distance because you know it is quite a stretch of travel. You know, far away places. Although I did do that was all on me, and I wasn't going to let anybody tell me anything for that. So, now, uh, I, you know, I understand you don't want to answer this question, but uh, do you base your fees on uh, the cause or the cost of travel, or is it a combination, or uh, how do you base what you charge? And I'll understand if you don't want to answer that question. Well, basically, my fees are based on distance, and if it's for a good cause, I usually do those for free. I, I, I'll spend my own money to come. I mean, like what I did Saturday, that was, you know, for good causes and stuff like that, especially for children and other sick people, I will show up for free. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, Granny does a, a lot of good with her wrestling with the cause, and I, I think you'd I think you'd be a hit there. And, uh, you know, uh Granny, maybe you can send him a message on Facebook. You guys can uh, converse and, uh, you know, you, you can uh, have him make an appearance there. I think that would be a perfect opportunity for both of you. Well, awesome. I'll have to, I mean, I can, I can get him in touch. Happy. I can get him in touch with the promoter for Wrestling for a Cause and, you know, get him the information and stuff like that. So that I, great, think that, I think that would be perfect. So we'll be anyway, hanging out, uh, we'll be partying afterwards, Randy. We'll be running wild in Arkansas. That's right, uh, and, and Oklahoma, yeah. and Oklahoma. So yeah, <laughs> right, sounds good. So we ha- we have uh, Hank Hogan as our guest here. We got about uh, two minutes left. Uh, so uh, real quick, one more time, Hank. I'm going to let you go ahead. You know, because we have an open forum here. Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and issue your challenge one more time. To the the water I think they're scared. Point. I I think they're scared. They haven't called in. I think they're being 
they're being little babies because they're little wimps. They're being little wimpy babies. They're scared because they haven't called in. Well, well, go ahead. Put out the challenge one more time, and, uh, you know, uh, if they got the guts to call in, great. If not, uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. And, uh, um, you know, we I, I still have that you scheduled for that uh, date in November, so uh, we will still awesome, have you man. on again then because uh, I, I just love what you do, and I love uh, I love you being on the show, so we appreciate it. All right. Let me tell you something, Attitude Era Live. Icons, Big Swing, Danny Hoster, and Potentate of Hate, Abdul Farouk. That's right. I'm talking to you, brother. If you got the courage, November, brother, call in. I'll be there. Next show, you're there. Hulkamania, Hank Hogan, coming for you. And what you're going to do when Hulkamania is wild on you. Thank you, Hank. You're awesome, man. We love you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great night. You too. Thanks, Hank. <clears throat> hey, hey, Granny. I just thought of a. I just thought of a cool thing. It'd be awesome if uh, he he can, if you can get him to go down to wrestling with the cause, and uh, uh, you guys uh, he uh, he brings uh, his shirt and you bring your shirt. And you guys switch shirts. Hmm. Well, now my my granny shirts are like a, are an original shirt. I mean, I don't want to get rid of my granny shirt. No, That's no, no, kind no. of like no, 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 no. You you wouldn't give it to him, but he'd just wear it, and then you oh. wear his, and you guys take a picture. You know? Yeah, they, yeah, that that could work. So that could work. And then uh, you know they could get like another Hulk Hogan personator, and then I could go down there, and then we could all sing that song. Three of these things belong together. Three of these things are kind of the same. One of these things just doesn't belong here, you know. Oh, my. <laughs> now, see, Granny, I don't um, know what that is, but Big Swing, I don't think you know what that is. I don't. No, and I, I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you never, apparently, you never watched Sesame Street. I, I did, but I... I, I you know, honestly, I, I I watched Sesame Street most of the time. I wasn't at an age where my uh, critical processing skills were up to par. Um, but but uh, I, Icon, uh, I was sort of going over this when you were going in and out of reception here with Granny, and uh, I kind of wanted to get your your take. Uh, this upcoming pay per view is is Extreme Rules, which they have an Extreme Rules one every year. Um, not really extreme by you know, my standards, but it's extreme rules nonetheless. And this one's called the horror show, which is something that you think would be around in October. Um, but again, they're doing it here in July. And in this PG era where you're not even allowed to really do a curb stomp, you're not allowed to show blood. You're, you know, you have to say, say darn and heck and gosh, instead of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just this PG crap that they're doing. Uh, they're doing an, an eye for an eye match, Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins, and the loser apparently gets his eye gouged out. Now, that sounds awesome from a hardcore wrestling fan's perspective, um, but it also sounds like something that's 1994 ECW. Okay, it doesn't sound like 2020 WWE. Uh, just wondering, 
uh, your guys' take on, on on stuff like that and how they're going to possibly pull something like that off uh, without making it look completely cheap and corny and fake. Well, I I think what it's going to be is going to be like uh, it's going to be just like this, and I'll explain it. Uh, if you remember back when uh, in the Attitude Era, when it was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kane. When he said, if I do not win the title, I will set myself on fire. And then... Yeah, but that uh, was the Attitude Era, though. They, they, they got away with yeah. that stuff back then. Well, no. Follow me through here. Follow me through here. Okay, And okay. then what happened is, they weren't going to set him on fire, so they had uh, The Undertaker interfere, and it drew first blood on Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he won the title. I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be some kind of stupid disqualification and that's what's going to happen. Uh, no one's going to get their eye gouged out. I mean, come on. Well, obviously, but I mean, you know, I, the fact that they would even pitch a match like that, um, knowing full well that they can't do it or won't do it, uh, is is a bit is a bit strange to me. Um, it just just like why why not have you know uh, a double tables match or have a you know uh, a barbed wire bat match or something like Mick Foley used to have or even like what what AEW just did with Moxley and Omega how they had that crazy hardcore match with the feds and barbed wire and that you know pull the ring up and just you know have like a, your standard hardcore match that gets a little insane and brutal uh heck even have a even have a dumpster match like the outlaws like Cactus Jack and Steve Bartelli had in the 90s something like that but you go full on you know horror movie like, like the loser has to lose an eye like i mean it's almost like they're going they realize their ratings are 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 hurting so badly that they're just reaching for straws they're going for the most insane thing that possible and anybody who's been watching wwe in the last 10 years knows full well that that's not going to happen they don't even allow blood on their show anymore they don't even allow chair shots you know anywhere above uh, above the waistline hardly. okay and and do you know how bloody and 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 crazy i gouged out i would be uh, it, it's just it, it, I don't understand why it would even cross their mind to put something like that in this PG era. I really don't. Well, you know, uh, to be honest with you, Big Swing, as as I've said before, it's I, I don't think it's really the PG era anymore. It's the what the hell are you doing era is what it is. Well, yeah. And uh, you know. Someone asked me the other day, and I'm going to put it to you. I know we got nine minutes left in the show, and uh, if you guys want to find out who we're going to have on next week, you have to watch. Uh, keep an eye on our website. Uh, uh, here, here's where I think they started going south, as they would call it, when they had the pay-per-view Great Balls of Fire. That's when someone asked that me was a, what, yeah. I, yeah. what my opinion was on when they started going south, and it was when they had that. What do you guys think? When do you think it happened? Well, I know Alexa Bliss looked really good at that pay-per-view, by the way. Oh, I'm not doubting that, no. But, you know, I was gonna, the other thing I was going to ask you real quick is, uh, it, you know, I don't know if you're ever a follower on, uh, if you're ever on Instagram, I know you are, but do you know how many posts there are of Alexa Bliss on Instagram? It's like 
it's like the Instagram show uh, of uh, Alexa Bliss on that show. On on on. No, Instagram. I know it's crazy. I mean, have you have you seen how many different posts they have of her on Instagram? It's just amazing. I cannot get over it. I figured if anybody would appreciate that, you would. You know. Oh, I I definitely do. I definitely do. So yeah. But anyways, yeah. Oh, and um, um, Icon. Uh, does anybody care that the main event? Uh, excuse me. That the main event is uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. I mean, how many times is Ziggler gonna get beat in the title match before we just don't really care about seeing him anymore? Well, here, here's uh, here's my point on that. Since you just mentioned that, watch who's gonna win the title now because we said it. I, do you really want Dolph Ziggler as your champion? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I, I don't want Brock Lesnar as the champion either, but they still have him, you know. Well, sort of, but. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I'll tell you what, the, the WWE has uh, what you would call the go back to the drawing board and try again. Every week, that's what it is. They're throwing stuff against the wall. No, nothing is sticking, obviously. So I don't know. I don't know what to say other than the fact that WWE is not our WWE. It's not our cup of tea. I mean, you know, it may sound like I'm putting uh, putting our show over, and I am. Uh, but our show is more interesting than what the WWE is putting out right now. There's there's no question about it. They, we we we're doing much better than what they are. We have better content. We have uh, I think we have uh, more listenership than they do. So uh, impossible. You know, if anybody wants to, anybody wants to yeah. challenge me on that, I'd be open for the challenge. You ain't gonna win, but I'm open for the challenge. Always 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 open for a challenge. Um, another thing too. Uh, Icon I'm looking at here is, uh, you know, again, I haven't really been watching as diligently as possible, um, but I know that there's going to be, you know, some women's, uh, some women's events here. I know that there's going to be, you know, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey uh, are going to take on, um, I believe, take on Bliss and Cross. I, I believe. I, I know it's. I know Nikki Cross won something. I know she's going to be part of it. I also know that that Asuka, uh is is going to is going to uh, fight for the championship as well, uh, or defend her championship rather. Uh, I, I haven't heard about any extreme horror story crazy situations for any of these matches. So basically, are they telling me that they're going to call the pay per view horror show and the only match with any sort of extreme stipulation is the Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins? I mean, I just I don't understand where they're going. What direction here? Well, you know, you know who I like to see for this pay per view come back or be a part of it would be Paige. Doesn't she look like she celebrates Halloween twenty four seven, three sixty five? Oh well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, but... I think she'd be perfect at this pay per view. You know, so I, I hope. Yeah, but she's kind back. of uh, she's kind of uh, on the outs with the company, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, her and, Al- her and Alberto Del Rio. 
Well, she's not with him anymore, though. No, I know, but still. Yeah, well, she got on the outs because of that. Yes, I I understand. But it's uh, it's 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 sad to me. I mean, you know, you like Alexa Bliss, and you know, if uh, Alexa Bliss was gone from the WWE, you'd feel the same way like I do that. Uh, uh, Paige is gone from the WWE. I feel the exact same way that you do. You know? I was dying when Alexa Bliss had that concussion injury and didn't fight for, you know, 11 months. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I know it, it made way for Moment of Bliss, the talk show and all that stuff. So you still got to see her. Uh, but, but you know, you didn't get to see her in her little ring attire outfit, which which is great. Just so great. So, anyway, um, I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up here. We got just, uh, just north of two minutes to go. Uh, another successful show, despite Icon's uh, horrific – Connection issues out there in the in the planes, um, but uh, hopefully you know he'll, he'll pay his phone bill or something, and uh, we we will see you guys next Monday again. Hopefully next Monday comes just as quick as this one did. It felt like we were just on the phone yesterday, uh, and again the number one talk show and icon. He has the printouts. He can show you the number one wrestling talk show on the internet. That is. Attitude Ever Live. We will see you guys next week. Stay safe out there. Make sure you wear your mask. I know it's annoying, but wear your mask uh, just so we can get this thing over with and we can get football back. Alrighty. See ya. Dead man walking. You got it now. You gonna need a big mistake. And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. Yeah!